0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. A hey. Dynamic duo pod this week. Uh, it's going to be a light a light pod, light on the news, which means that you're going to get a lot of uh, tangential conversation, which is really why you come. We know. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I've been playing nothing new. I'm still plugging away, trying to at least beat the story in Assassin's Creed before uh, Cyberpunk comes out next week
1: i uh i am nowhere near (laughs) finished that uh because i you know spider-man came out and uh you know i played the 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 remaster and you know when i say it's my favorite game it's my favorite game so that has to (laughs) kind of take priority even though i know it inside and out uh but I, i got my platinum in it and uh I'm I have to now I just have to get that little one hundred percent next to it. You know what I mean? I gotta Oh
0: the that's right, the expansion content doesn't count towards the platinum percent. Right. So. Right. Gotcha. So now I just gotta get that hundred percent. So I uh so the the new, one of the new features the PlayStation Five has, and we're and we'll actually talk about this later in the episode, is that it shows you how far like through a mission you are in the explore yeah. menu when you're in a game. Now, the Sony first-party games do this really well. Like, Astro, if you're in a level, it'll literally tell you, like, the estimated time left to complete the level as well as a percentage. So, Assassin's Creed kind of is the same thing, but it tells you how far you are through the story. But it does it in, like, 20% increments. Mm -hmm. So, I'm, like, 80% through the story, but I don't necessarily know how to finish it because you have like a map of areas that you have to kind of do the 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 story arc that exists within each of the different shires essentially hmm. in England and uh i don't know which are the important ones to do to trigger the story moving along or if it's just you have to complete like x number before uh. you get the before you get the area unlocked that you need to that as part of the story because the story's getting really interesting um it's and like I said, it's a good thing that the arcs, the little arcs, which are these little, almost like episodic stories within the story, are entertaining, um, because the story, while it's while it's very intriguing, is very uh, sparse throughout the throughout the campaign.
1: Now, I, I bought this game mm-hmm. last week, and I'm I'm not
0: terribly far into it, mm-hmm. but um,
1: it, it are you I, are I'm, you in
0: England yet? Have you seen a title screen?
1: Yes, okay. I'm in England <laughs> and I'm I'm uh looking for my brother in Lillichristichichshire. Mm-hmm. And uh so it's super early, right? Got my settlement, did a couple of raids, to, you know, build it up a little bit. And um it one, it's easy to get lost
0: in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh which is uh kind of cool and yet easy to not to stay on the on the path as to well. Focus. Yes, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's actually easy to do it either which way. So
1: it's it's very it, it, in in terms of exploration of an open world from a Ubisoft games, particularly an Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very satisfied with it. Like it, Odyssey kind of did that, but you, you know, too in much Odyssey, too much get lost. Too much boating yeah. in Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. You you just get lost in Odyssey, right? And but this, I I enjoy. Right, I I uh, I met a guy who had an axe stuck in his head. Oh, you
0: met you met you met uh, <laughs> the Axe Man.
1: Yeah, and uh, so it, it's 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 very funny. It's funnier than I I, I thought it would be. Um, when when they said Norse mythology, I thought that the whole thing was going to be in like Norway, mm-hmm. and, you know. And I'm like, all right, well, what kind of varied environments are we going to see? But no, like. It's it's actually really a really good looking game with with very uh it's a very unique looking game, especially from um the previous Assassin's Creed.
0: And not to um, not to spoil things for uh longtime Assassin's Creed fans like yourself, Micah, Europe not the only continent that you visit in this game. Oh well, okay. <laughs> I'm All not right. gonna say anything more than that, but uh <laughs> But there I, might be some callbacks to some other games in the series uh, that are unexpected. So uh,
1: I don't know what the hell is going on with the meta game. I I, I don't uh, I, I don't know what's going on with the story outside of the anime. Oh, like I've I've
0: almost ignored that completely. Like they like they say that when significant things happen in the main story, if you want the full breadth of the anime story, you should voluntarily. Like bounce out and for a few minutes and just talk to your compatriots and whatnot outside of the animus. Uh, I did that once. I don't care. I just I, I'm just I'm just doing Viking things. Like I, I don't give a shit about yeah. about what's going on outside of the animus. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I I couldn't care less.
1: I read a little bit about it and I'm just like, why do they keep doing this? Why? Like, let's just. Like we all accept the fact that we all know that we're playing a video game, mm-hmm. right? Like we don't need, we don't need the the actual game to know that we are playing a video game, but doesn't want to admit that we're playing a video game. So we have this meta story about a person mm-hmm. reliving the memories of someone, essentially playing a video game through the memories of like, nah, yo. Like let's just let's just do these stories and let's just talk about like the Assassin's Guild or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need the meta story. Um, the combat really threw me for for a loop for a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it took a while to kind of. It still takes a while to get used to. One, uh, I'm st- as much as as much as I played Odyssey, I'm still not used to uh, uh, shoulder buttons being being main attack buttons yeah. Combat but um i'm getting used to it cuz i'm trying not to you know switch controls and all that and um and yeah it's it it feels different it, it feels very different um I, I i but i like it and you're right i think you a couple weeks ago you said like it, it just feels it feels different it yeah. feels like a like like you're a viking swinging your 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 big axes and shit and uh, yeah, I, I dig it. So I was on the fence about this Assassin's Creed just because you know Norse mythology wasn't my, not even Norse mythology. Like, like, like the the setting wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot.
0: I just hope I can finish it before Cyberpunk. I don't want to have to
1: come yeah. back to it.
0: <laughs> like like I like I want to be able to come back to it to do side stuff, but not necessarily to have to plunge back into. The story when you need to be hyper competent at what yeah. you're doing. So,
1: yeah,
0: uh, I'm also I'm,
1: I'm oh. also having a good time with Yakuza like
0: a dragon. Like, still uh, still going on. Yeah, I'm still. I figured you'd have it. beat it by now, honestly.
1: No, no, not. Uh, I mean, I hate to sound like Jay, but I just don't have enough time. <laughs> um, but that's a long game that. But I can. That's a game that I can kind of jump in and out of mm-hmm. uh, with no problem because um I play a little bit of it every day it's just so silly and so like like <laughs> like there's a job system and everyone like changes their outfits when they get into combat and it's it's so weird man because it's like like in in a normal RPG you would have some sort of spell or what have you that would up your defense well one of the characters in order to up her defense puts on makeup because that's what you do. You just put on makeup and that's an extra layer of protection. Mm-hmm. Um instead of a sword, you know, the main character who sees himself as a hero, he has a he has a barbed wire bat that he uses as a sword. Like it's just it's a very cool mix of of fantasy RPG elements in like a real world setting and incredibly silly.
0: I I am having a good time with that. Game. Well, if you need new games to play, uh, look no further than the giant list that I have in front of me. Uh, First, PlayStation announced their free games uh, for PlayStation Plus this week. Uh, Just Cause 4 is up there for free, so worthy if you want to run around and blow shit up and ride airplanes and stuff like that. That's a pretty fun one. Uh, Rocket Arena, the uh, 3v3 shooter where everyone has rocket launchers from EA. Uh, is out for free as well as Worms Rumble. Um, so it looks like they're going to just go with three games for free now every single month uh, instead of doing one PS5 exclusive and then two for PS4. So that's there. Uh, as far as new games go, uh, Football Manager 2021 comes to Series X and Xbox One this week. Football Manager Touch comes to PC. Chronos Before the Ashes, uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. Empire Sin, uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, Rainbow Siege, sorry, Rainbow Six Siege uh, gets their PS5 and Xbox Series X upgrades. Uh, Red Dead Online comes to PC, PS4, and Xbox. Uh, Twin Mirror Lost on Arrival comes to PC, PS4, and Xbox. Uh, Worms Rumble comes to PC, PS5, and PS4. Uh, Sam and Max Save the World Remastered comes to PC and Switch. Death Tales comes to Switch. El Hiho, a Wild West Tale, comes to PC and Stadia. Uh, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Nay, Gods and Monsters, comes to PC, PS5, Series X, PS4, Xbox, Switch, and Stadia. Uh, Morbid, the Seven Acolytes, comes to PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, Phoenix Point, Year One Edition, comes to PC. Shiren the Wanderer, the Tower of Fortune, the Dice of Fate, comes to PC. Startup Panic, to PC. Tycho, no... Tatsujin, Rhythmic Adventure Pack, comes to Nintendo Switch. Uh, Tinkertown comes to PC. Commando's 2 HD Remastered to Switch. Uh, Dark, D-A-R-Q, Complete Edition, PC, PS4, and Xbox. Dragon Quest XI-S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Definitive Edition, comes to PC ps4 and xbox fifa 21 gets its next gen upgrade this week fitness boxing 2 rhythm and exercise comes to switch john wick's hex comes to xbox and switch and madden 21 also gets its next gen upgrade this week as well jesus that's a list that's a lot of games it's a lot of games Um,
1: it's a lot of games that i just have no interest in
0: whatsoever i had the opportunity to buy fifa for like half off this week because of the black friday sales and i and i passed Get a, wow. get a pass this year, so that uh, that should tell you something.
1: Because Brad is a, an actual soccer fan, yeah, and not uh, not one of these people who um, are into soccer when it's World Cup time.
0: More on FIFA in the news. There you go. Uh, go to
1: YouTube.com/slash/densepixels and subscribe, and click the subscribe button, and click the bell notification icon, or. Or we'll, we'll have uh, Jake Paul come in and whoop your fucking ass <laughs> and lay your ass
0: out. I'm, of so, I'm so happy that I was re- able to remain oblivious to the particulars of that. <laughs> what, what I assume had to be a shit show uh, this weekend. <laughs> who was fighting? I, uh, I don't even remember.
1: He was fighting a retired basketball player mm-hmm. named uh, Nate Robinson. I've heard who, um, Nate Robinson. The big dog. Yeah, yeah, played for the Knicks and and um yeah apparently he got his ass laid out so <laughs> uh like and subscribe or else subscribe <laughs> to uh while you just just over there handing out subscriptions go to uh subscribe to all the TMP Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts they include the Nerdpocalypse, apocalypse, uh, which may or may not be on this week. I have to talk to Jay about some uh, black on black cinema. We took a, we took a break for the holiday, but this week uh, black on black cinema will be re- releasing the episode on life starring Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Uh, Coming distractions, the contemporary movie review podcast. If there's a movie that you're thinking about getting on Blu-ray or, or digitally. See if we did a review about it first. and See if we liked it. Uh, and the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. If that's not enough, for $5 a month or $50 a year, you get access to the premium slate of podcasts, including the airing of grievances, our Seinfeld review show. Uh, No Time to Bleed, our action movie podcast, The Men with the Golden Tongues, our James Bond espionage spy movie podcast, Upstage Conversation, our musical podcast, or the full, usually two-hour, sometimes two-and-a-half-hour episode of the Look Forward Political podcast. This week, Brad was on the Look Forward Political podcast. And uh, Brad and Jay uh, debated on whether or not the phrase panda lover is racist. <laughs> uh, it sure sounds racist. It
0: sounds racist. <laughs>
1: um, but it was a, a, an excellent episode. Look, uh, as a person who is uh, aware of politics, but not uh, not versed enough to talk about it, but I'm aware of it. Uh, that show by itself is worth your $5 a month. Uh, and uh, by, uh, when you couple that with the men with the golden tongues,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you're getting a real bargain. That's
0: right. And then what a backlog you know, of episodes there.
1: I mean, look, do you like James Bond movies? Cause we got your James Bond movie reviews. <laughs> And then all the other podcasts are just the 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 icing and cherry on top of the cake. So five dollars a month, fifty dollars a year, densepixels.com slash premium.
0: Yes. And again, don't forget uh, to listen to premium shows, use a web browser because the podbean app yeah broke podbean itself. Is, so. uh,
1: podbean is 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 on something. the podbean is smoking something right now. So use a browser.
0: Uh Speaking of people that need money, uh, Marvel's <laughs> Avengers has been, uh, has been, you know, when it came out, we talked about it favorably. And then it became exactly what me and Terrence uh, expected it to become. And uh, now it's been a bit of a punching bag on the show. And why break with tradition? Reportedly, uh, Marvel's Avengers has yet to earn back the money spent on its development. Uh, Square Enix has conceded, uh, showing a 50 million pound loss for the quarter, for Q4 or Q3 uh, 2020, uh, according to Square president uh, Yasuke Matsude. Or Matsuda, uh, sales of the big budget blockbuster were quote lower than expected. Uh, and their loss. Square Enix's overall loss for the quarter was caused by a mixture of low Marvel's Avengers retail sales and the amount of money that it spent on advertising for the game. Uh, notable that Marvel's Avengers uh, in the recent Black Friday sales that the various stores ran and that retailers ran uh, half off over uh, yeah. over this past week or so uh, for that thirty game bucks. Came out.
1: That game came out in like September, and uh, it's half off. Um, is it worth buying for half off? What's half? Thirty dollars. Thirty bucks. Yeah, it's worth playing for thirty dollars. Um, just for the the story is worth playing for thirty dollars, and you'll probably get uh, if you're coming in late, you'll probably get some enjoyment out of um, out of some of their end game content, mm-hmm. but. Um, just know that once you, once you beat that story, it's a bit of a fall. And um, look, it, I, I stand by the fact that that game is fun to play. It's just, um, it's just, it gets to the point of of monotony. And um, I, you know, I don't. Kate Bishop isn't bringing me back, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, they apparently – Square anticipated selling 5 million copies by this point. Uh, It sold about 3 million copies, Hmm. which is not a poor number, but it's a poor number for something with the licensing power and the budget that Avengers has behind it, I would think.
1: Yeah, something that um, is trading off of that name after, you know, Marvel Studios has – has uh really changed the film industry like that that name holds some weight man and um i'm i mean i can't say i'm surprised mm-hmm. right like it's it it no one knew what this game was and they had a very difficult time trying to to get it out there and i think i think uh you know had this just been a single player experience with uh additional, you know, like DLC packs or story packs or things like that 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 continued the story. Much like the smart, the Spider-Man model. Uh this thing would have been this thing would have done gangbusters. Mm-hmm. But um you know, we, we gotta we
0: gotta be greedy, I guess.
1: And think of all the double dipping you could have done. Like I just I don't know man.
0: You mean they couldn't make up the gap in sales with a uh, fourteen dollar costumes for characters? <laughs> right,
1: like come on, man. And that's the thing, right? That's the thing. If you wanted to be dicks about it, if you had a single player story with like you could you could have done all that. You could have mm. had a fourteen dollar pack that had like an outfit for everyone, <laughs> not just fourteen dollars for one skin. That's but so wild. There to were- me. There there were ways that you could make this thing work. Last I the last time I turned that game on, they they halved all of the prices for the premium skins. So they weren't fourteen dollars now. They're seven
0: dollars. Well, have, have it again, out, you might be on to something then. Right. Like, that's still <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> so uh some oh uh some interesting news came out this week. So uh Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, a very famous soccer player, uh, very quirky is a, is a good way to um, to describe how he is, uh, decided to basically inquire and, and kind of outwardly wondered how is it that FIFA is able to use his rights or his likeness and his name in the FIFA video game series uh, without paying him any kind of money. And so, a and and a couple other footballers, um, also you know outwardly kind of piggybacked onto this, and then Zlatan's agent, uh, a fellow by the name of uh, Mino Raiola, uh, definitely picked up the torch for him, uh, and is is basically yelling and screaming about this isn't fair, FIFA can't do this, uh, this is bullshit, and he they've been kicking up a lot of noise on Twitter uh here's the problem though is that e a licenses players' you know likeness and uh names through a players' union uh called Fief Pro, uh which pretty much every player that actively plays in any fifa sponsored leagues around the world is a member of because so in most you know with most sports games you you just negotiate with the players' union for that sport, but since soccer' is so spread out. Across the world, uh, it, FIFA has its own kind of union that works with all of the different leagues and all of the different clubs and players um, to license those folks out as well. And that's who EA does business with because it wouldn't really be realistic to negotiate with each individual player on their own. And so Zlatan's agent went on uh, a, a talk radio show in England. Uh, to discuss this with a couple of the hosts that are on the program, uh, they've been trying to champion this like thing, like oh, this isn't right, you know, it, this is my image, this that or the other thing. Ultimately, it's all about money at the <laughs> at the end of the day. Right. They see an opportunity right. to get to make money, and they want to get paid. What's interesting, the reason that they're going after this, I think, is because it was a, a big deal came out that EA paid. David Beckham, uh, a fair sum of money this year for his likeness and image to use as one of the legends players in the FIFA ultimate team game mode. Problem is that David Beckham is a retired football player. He does not currently play for any club. So his likeness, his image rights are his alone to negotiate. He doesn't have to go through FIFA. but I think because of how much money was was given to David Beckham. Uh, they're just like, holy shit, there's money to be made here. But I don't <laughs> see, I don't see where, it's tough because I don't see where they're going to have a leg to stand on Um, in terms of, in terms of this. The other problem is that this is also undercut by the fact that Gareth Bale, uh, Tottenham Hotspur player, was one of the other players that, you know, kind of piggybacked onto this, not quite as loudly. Uh, he was literally on the cover Of FIFA 13 (laughs) a few years ago. And one of the other things FIFA does is when you're on the like team of the week in ultimate team, they'll usually send a representative um, out to where your club trains and they'll they'll have you pose for like a picture with like an oversized version of the ultimate team card that is representing you. It's kind of like like a novelty check of sorts and not. Any more recent than last year was Zlatan himself posting and, and advertising <laughs> uh, his himself for all the team. Not a problem back then to yeah, be in right. FIFA. Apparently, despite not getting paid any uh, any additional fees, but uh, but yeah, and so basically, agents seem to apparently they want to really push this um, and try to see what they can get out of this from EA. Uh, well, it,
1: I mean, it sounds like. It sounds like there needs to have a a, a
0: meeting at FIFPro Pro,
1: is what it sounds
0: like. I guess, like 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 EA came out and was like, "Hey, like we're this is legit. This is who we negotiate with." I don't know what the fuck these guys are talking about. Like they they have a pretty they have a pretty uh you know pretty uh, pretty strong case, and they and EA even said that they've worked with this Mina Riolà before. In a relationship for one of his previous clients, who's no longer an active player, part that's part of their Legends campaign as well. Like like that they worked that individual deal, so it's not like this is new information to this dude.
1: Yeah, man. Like this isn't like this isn't like when EA was making money off of the likenesses of NCAA players right like because they don't well i don't know if they get. i think they get paid now they do back now
0: then. well i mean if, if they ever made another ncaa game they would but right
1: but but they they didn't back then and you know then you gotta you got a, a grievance but this just seems like <laughs> i mean i i don't want to side with the radio show guy because mm-hmm. like sports radio show people are, are annoying but um yeah, it kind of sounds like you know, kind of sounds like this this agent just wants some more, some more cash, more scratch,
0: absolutely. <laughs> and look, I ain't mad at him. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> and and it, this isn't unprecedented, by the way, either. Like you have examples through history, Um, probably like most famously, Michael Jordan um, somehow was able to get his his image and likeness separately negotiated from everybody else in the NBA because uh, yeah. he had his own game. I think Shaq also had the same kind of deal as well because I don't remember Shaq being in any of the licensed uh, NBA games or at least not all of them um, yeah. as he went. So it's not an impossible situation. Um, but again, with with this, I just don't seem to know how far they're going to get here. And And you would think if you were really serious about it and you really cared – about it that you would file like an injunction temporarily to get them to basically patch him out of the game until right. this until whatever litigation you want to pursue is settled um but they also don't really care i don't think
1: yeah i'm i'm you know i'm 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 not a soccer uh, a fo- a football fan mm-hmm. but i'm going to guess that that zlatan Ibr- ibrahimovic is uh is not a household name like Michael Jordan.
0: Uh, in in the O'Neal. in the world of soccer, he would be in the world of soccer. He is yes, okay. The world's but, most popular sport,
1: uh, right?
0: <laughs> but, is, but but uh, I think I think people around the world knew who Michael Jordan was. He, I I would say if you are so like if if Messi and Ronaldo are like, like I Jordan's, know who they are. right. Zlatan would be like a Charles Barkley of sorts. Is that, is that a good comparison for you? Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Okay. And, and Charles Barkley wasn't like, like he's on that. He's on the next tier down (laughs) of, of notoriety from, from the, the most well-known. Okay.
1: So this isn't just like some, this isn't just like some random dude.
0: No, this is, this is someone and, and someone notable for being very outspoken. Um, in many ways, he's like the like like the soccer embodiment of like the Salt Bay guy. Like they kind of <laughs> look the same. All right, I gotta see. What yeah, he's he's a cool like like Zlatan's Zot, a a cool guy. He's kind of he's he's kind of playing out the string at the end of his career, um, in AC Milan right now. But he's a he's an interesting character. But I'm pretty sure he does like getting paid. So.
1: Yeah, look, I'm not mad at him, man. If you if you think you can get some, if you think you can get get some extra cash, man, like like do it. And, and, and if he knows his worth, go ahead, man, uh, do it. I wonder
0: <laughs> if I if I had a list of like the most popular soccer players in the world, I wonder how many Micah has heard of. Um, I <laughs> you can play that game if you want. Yeah. It'll be real short. Neymar.
1: Uh isn't he isn't he a, a a Fantastic Four and Black Panther villain? <laughs>
0: Alright, I feel I feel the like king we're already the, the I, king of Atlantis. I feel like we're already done then. <laughs> if you if you don't know who Neymar is, then then I I believe we've I believe we peaked at Messi <laughs> and Ronaldo. Like those two are the only ones. Uh Pele. Pele, Pele. is an old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has not played soccer in quite some time. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know if I know anybody.
0: Are you, are you uh, where the Diego Maradona died last week? I don't know who that is. All right, is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry for,
1: you know, the fans of, of this person, but I don't know who that is.
0: Mar- Maradona was basically like the Ric Flair of, of football.
1: Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. I, I, I hate to see that
0: in many ways. Uh, um,
1: is uh so but david beckham's still alive. David right? Beckham's still alive. Okay. All right. That's who I know. Um look, this is how much I don't know about soccer. I can see the woman in my head, in my mind's eye I can see the the US soccer player mm-hmm. who was kicking ass and I think she recently got married. I can't oh, remember her name. Megan, Megan Rapinoe.
0: Thank you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That
1: that <laughs> I I knew what she looks like. I just couldn't remember her name. That's how out of touch I am with apparently the world.
0: I mean, to be fair, much, much of America in that sense is out of touch with the rest of the world. Not the only topic in in many ways that we are out of sync with everybody else on. So there's that. Uh, Square Enix has committed to giving employees a permanent option going forward to work from home. Uh, In a press release, they said that working from home would be established as a permanent and core program alongside other work styles starting on December 1st. In so doing, the company hopes not only to create a flexible and diverse working environment, but also to further bolster productivity and help employees achieve the optimal work-life balance. Uh, what do you think about, uh, permanent work from home becoming more the norm in the gaming industry? Um, I, on the
1: one hand, you know, I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, on the other hand, you know, there's this whole thing about crunch Mm -hmm. and, um, and when you work from home, it doesn't your employer doesn't or shouldn't be imposing this on you
0: mm-hmm. but
1: when you work from home i don't know about most people but i get the feeling that if i'm if i'm working from home i should be working mm-hmm. at at hours that are not necessarily designated as my work hours right mm-hmm. like oh man i i probably i probably can get this done let me just hop on here for 30 minutes mm-hmm. to try and do. I was doing work right before we started this podcast and we start around six o'clock EST. I And I normally I don't work that late. So I, I I'm curious the, if crunch is so prevalent, I think working from home is going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if any of that
0: makes sense. I mean, for for me personally, like I'm, it's cool they have the option. You can tell that I'm not someone who's worked from home pretty much ever, because uh, I would find it? it it is weird because I, I did it for a few weeks this spring, um, when COVID first kicked off. It's it, for me, I found it difficult because it's difficult. It's to, I found it more difficult to uh, collaborate with folks uh, when you need to, and I don't know. I just kind of like the 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 hustle and bustle of being in an office. That's just me personally. Um, I'd be interested to talk to Carrie about this because Carrie switched careers and now she exclusively works from home. Like she works um, – like she's not even in the same state as her home office for who she works for. So she she does all of her work from home. So I'd be curious to see how her opinion on that has has formed kind of in the months that she's been doing what she's been doing because she used to go to the office and – and do all that stuff, and it's probably a bit of a culture change. So, and like, when was the last time you were even in the office for your job?
1: Um, I have to go maybe once a month because mm-hmm. of uh, of the nature of my job. I have to do uh, field visits. Uh, I have to I have to do one uh, this week or by Monday, mm-hmm. uh, actually. So, I go in about once a month, but I don't go into the actual office. I go straight to my job site. Do my de, do my field design, mm-hmm. or do t- check in the field conditions, and then come back home and do my design. But I, I'm like you, man. I I don't. It's there's there's too much distraction.
0: And that and that's the other problem too is that it's not like you have a separate office apart from your right, like, like playtime office to, to work right. in. So
1: yeah, like when the tenth comes around, I'm not doing any work. <laughs> it's sitting right here in front of my face like i'm not i'm not going to do any work so it's uh i don't mind going into work like it's it's great that i don't have to get up at five o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. to to get there and my commute is is uh is an hour each way Mm -hmm. so that's great that i don't have to do that but at the same time um you know and it's not like I'm working from home in complete silence, mm-hmm. like like you got a toddler in the distracted. next
0: room and uh,
1: right, and, yeah. and the wife downstairs, and we got a you know the the situation that we have. So it's it's very it's very weird. I used to I used to have one uh, one dedicated telework day a week, mm-hmm. and that was perfect, right? Because I could kind of get my work done, but it was also like in the middle of the week, just a break, and then I can go back on Tuesday and Friday, but. It's, uh, yeah, no. So, but in terms of, in terms of like, like the video game industry, I, 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 I hope it works out for people. Mm -hmm. You know, I, 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 I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know what it is to work in the video game industry on that side. Um, but I would imagine that most of what they're doing is on a computer, Mm -hmm. Right. But, um, like you said, when you have to, when you have to work with people, mm-hmm. then, you know, challenges, challenges arise. So, yeah.
0: but good. Like I said, I hope that more companies, uh, set that up for their folks. If they, uh, if that's something they want to do, even after we're past, uh, the worst of the pandemic going on right now. Yeah. So, uh, we talked last week. About scalpers, uh, huge problem with this new generation of consoles, and uh, they're getting a little bold. Like, like, like they're they're starting to to brag about some shit online, and it's uh, it's ended up in some pretty bad consequences so far. Uh, in the fan group this week, I posted about a guy who bragged on Twitter about uh like like a stack of PS5s that he had, like like tens, possibly hundreds of PS5s. He took a picture of it. Posted it on Twitter, uh, you know, long sudden like, oh, fuck your feelings, that kind of thing. Like, I'm gonna get paid. Uh, someone within minutes was able to look at the the metadata or the or the exadata on the photograph that he posted, find out found out where he was, like where he lived, and fucking robbed his house of of the systems. That could be bullshit. It seemed like it might have been true, uh, online or not the The other good one, the other good story, comes uh, from a group of. Uh, so we talked about how there's like organized groups that are working together and coordinating to ascertain to obtain these systems, and then you know basically share the profits in some ways. And so there's a group that claimed to have ordered 2,500 PS5s at launch. Uh, they then claimed today on social media that they had over a thousand. Xbox Series X consoles from a quote very well known online retailer. Now, this is a group that literally charges a thirty pound uh, monthly subscription, or you can be a lifetime member of this group for four hundred pounds uh, to give members information on how to scalp themselves and basically and kind of join their join their effort. Uh, so, what happened is uh, basically the retailer which is a company called Very which operates in Europe. Uh found out about it because they decided to brag online and then canceled all those orders that <laughs> that the group made.
1: <laughs> leaving
0: them uh holding the bag as it were. Good. Good. Fuck 'em.
1: Good. Uh scalpers man, they it's uh you know some there was a meme going around uh, someone on Twitter. Someone said something on Twitter about like to all the adults who have these systems. How do you how do you feel? Oh, that, that fucking you, thing. Fuck knowing that, that you you snatched one out of the hands of a child. N- n- no, no, I didn't. I didn't. I I bought one for me. Uh, the people who are buying thousands of these and then selling them at triple the cost are the people who you need to draw your ire at. And um, yeah, fuck these people, man.
0: <laughs> fuck them. That, uh, that Twitter post was wild too. The ones like, oh, you ripped it out of the hands of a child. First of all, these are toys for adults. If you if, if a way. child happens <laughs> to play them, great. And uh, and if you are a child that was hoping for a PS5 and your parents couldn't find a way to get you one, maybe they don't actually love you that much. You Think about that. <laughs> Did you ever stop to consider that maybe that's the case, or maybe you maybe you just have bad parents? That your parents just stink. Uh, oh shit! That's right. When, uh, when Arnold, when
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger had to find a Turbo Man doll for Anakin Skywalker, that's right. He he did a bunch of bullshit to get it. He did. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman was trying to have sex with his wife. Sinbad was fighting him for the Turbo Man doll. Nah, yo, and then he ended up turning into Turbo Man for his son. That's right. That's that's what you got to do as a parent.
0: I don't. I don't feel like that. You can. I don't feel like that. You can say the name of that figure without saying it correctly. Turbo <laughs> Man. Turbo Man. Turbo <laughs> Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of that movie, if you it, go on YouTube and and look for the uh, the put put that cookie down remix. <laughs> Uh, that's an excellent piece of aural entertainment, uh, for your ears. It's very good.
1: You know, not many video game podcasts are going to give you jingle all the way references. That's true. But that's that, just something that we do for you.
0: That movie, prepare, prepare yourself to, to be hit with a wave of, 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 of aches and pains, Micah. That movie turns 25 years old next year god damn (laughs) or wait i think it's 25 years old i i want to say it came out in 1996 let me me hang on a second here we're gonna we're gonna look at imdb as we speak to see yeah 1996 is when that movie released goodness gracious
1: i uh i i like that movie i'm a i'm an arnold apologist i i i will watch anything Arnold schwarzenegger is in it's it's fine it's I'm fine, fascinated okay. by that guy.
0: It's 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 funny it's seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger in a movie that's not an action film is always funny just because of the juxtaposition of Arnold Schwarzenegger just like in a holiday comedy, essentially. Like it is is yeah. it's funny and it's in and of itself. It adds it adds a degree of humor that wouldn't normally be there if yeah. it was just some other actor. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Screw uh screw scalpers and 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 uh live, find that put that cookie down <laughs> remix.
0: It may it may find its way to the end of the show tonight. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see.
1: Oh my goodness gracious. Go to uh densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases. When you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon all of your amazon purchases you uh you get what you're looking for and you help the show out um apparently they made a jingle all the way to
0: with larry the cable guy <laughs> oh, Lord, don't really get that one. no don't, don't get that don't one. even watch that one i can't <laughs> imagine i can't imagine that there's any redeemable qualities in that film uh, right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah yeah i don't
0: really tell nah, they wait they easy. waited almost they waited almost 20 years to, to do that
1: here's 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 how you know that movie is garbage i i went to densepixels.com slash amazon mm-hmm. typed in jingle all the way blu ray and the first thing that comes up is a jingle all the way slash deck the halls two pack. Mm-hmm. They didn't even put
0: the sequel to Jingle All the Way in the Jingle All the Way 2 movie pack. So so listen listen to this. Listen to this. So I'm looking at the cast list for Jingle All the Way 2. There's only one other person who is a known name in this film. And I say person very deliberately because it's not an actor. Or at least not an actor in the traditional sense. The only other person on this entire cast list that I recognize is Anthony Corelli. And Micah, you might say to yourself, who is Anthony Corelli? You might know him better as Santino Morella, former WWE superstar, <laughs> who apparently is in Jingle All the Way Too. Wow. Wow jesus so God there's boy. so there's that <laughs> the budget for that film had to be like five dollars
1: oh man. how much is uh how much is a snake sock puppet <laughs> probably how much probably
0: six, how much six dollars
1: go to densepixels.com slash amazon and get yourself a jingle all the way blu-ray for uh for 15 dollars
0: only one uh Big news story this week. Um, I just found it more interesting than anything else. So Vice was leaked some internal documents from Sony um, to, that talked about how single-player games, despite everyone being like, oh, single-player is dying this side or the other, actually are – according to Sony's internal tracking data, says that the genre – I guess it's not really a genre, but the, those style of games are actually thriving – and that PlayStation users regularly spend more time playing offline uh, than online, so, which which suggests that they are, uh, you know, playing a lot more single player experiences. And then the company, what I found even more interesting is that this these documents outline the things that players say are their biggest uh, issues with single player games. And here's some of the things they said. And I want you to think about the PS5 specifically as I, as I read these to you. Um, I have no idea how long I need to play because I don't play unless I have two or, two or more free hours of free time for single-player games. Huh. Uh, takes a lot of time to scan through long help videos when I'm stuck at a certain <laughs> point in the game. I want to be able to, to engage socially without risk of spoiling myself from other games and then i forgot what i was doing in this game last time i played and it's hard to get back into it when you've been away for a while three of wow. those things have been directly addressed with features that are in the playstation 5
1: yeah like
0: like, <laughs> like no bullshit you know, like
1: <laughs> i have no idea how long to play hit that little ps button it'll tell right. you what mission you're on how far you're in and how long it takes to finish it wow takes a lot of time to get through long videos when stuck how to engage socially oh you you want to engage socially here's a split screen you can you and your friends could well, play games together
0: not even that but they have the ability that I, I don't know if you dug this far down to your menu on ps5 but like when you're when your friends uh, share screenshots right. if you have not gotten to that point in the game that they share it with you it literally gives you a spoiler warning before you see the screenshot that you can back away from if you don't want to see it, if it's something that you don't want to, to spoil That's, for yourself, th-
1: wow, uh, <laughs> this is uh,
0: the Well, hey, they're 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 paying attention. Focus testing, it works. Well, and and it's and it's funny because if any company is going to have success with single player games, it's going to be Sony because they seem to be the only, aside from Bethesda. They're the only like major game publisher who seems to want to spend a significant amount of time investing in them. It seems like every other big publisher wants to find a way to incorporate as much social interactivity and as much multiplayer as it makes sense to incorporate into any game that they're, that they're putting out instead of just focusing on single player experience. Another good case in point is like Assassin's Creed Valhalla is an exclusively single player well experience. The only multiplayer connection it has is that you can recruit like other players Vikings to join your raiding party, but it doesn't actually have an impact on your gameplay. Yeah. That's it's a like, passive uh, thing.
1: Yeah, that's like like asynchronous right multiplayer, right? Like that doesn't really that doesn't really count. Um it'll be interesting to see how uh Microsoft answers the single player issue mm-hmm. the single player experience issue especially with them buying up literally every company that
0: they can <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you mentioned bethesda
0: like like i guess that's how they're going to attack. it is this is by buying yeah, and buying the just other just the other company <laughs> that makes notable long single player uh adventures almost exclusively so <laughs> and like i said they try they tried to dip their foot in the pool of of multiplayer and that blew up in their fucking face so
1: (laughs) wow that's uh look single player experiences aren't going away it's how you tell it's how you if you if you care about games as a storytelling medium Mm -hmm. it's how you tell the best stories quite frankly some developers care more about telling their story than developing a good game (laughs) last of us so um if if and it it has the luxury of of being able to tell a long form story, right? Like all of these long winded blowhards who want to be film directors, but mm. just have so much that they just have to get out. Uh, Hideo Kojima, I like it's it's this is the perfect medium for them. You just got to figure out that that pesky thing of making the game part. <laughs> you can hire people to do that. <laughs> but yeah, I look, I love single player experiences. And you know, maybe it's cuz I don't have a lot of friends, but I I love single player experiences in video games. Um I will I will play like I was this close to buying that Call of Duty because people were like, "Oh, the the actual story is great." But I can't justify the $70 quite yet.
0: Right. Well, and and single-player games are a great way to separate uh, the wheat from the chaff in terms of how up the snuff a development team is. Like, it's one thing to make a multiplayer game loop that is good. Um, It's much more difficult to make a single-player game that doesn't get boring, you know, 40, 50 hours into the mix. I mean, one of your, your favorite game from this year, arguably is ghost of Tsushima and that's a great, uh, execution of game design. I would say.
1: Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't believe how, how into that game I was. Um, well I could, but it, it's really, it, it's really a Testament to sucker punch Mm -hmm. and the fact that they were able to tack on a, a multiplayer component on it that felt like it needed to be there. You know what I mean? Like it's anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, but yeah, man, single player experiences aren't going anywhere. Just like, just like your, your, your uh, battle Royales and your, you know, all that, all that competitive stuff. Mm -hmm. That's not going anywhere either. Like, like there, there is a, there is a space for both. And in this world where people, you know, they they want to do one thing or the other thing. Like it's not like there's space for both. Mm-hmm. And, and and yeah, give me my single player experiences, and and I'm going to start using my my Xbox for some of my single player experiences also, uh, because that thing didn't get a lot of love last gen from me, because there wasn't anything like. They didn't. I, I prefer single player games, and they didn't have that many,
0: mm-hmm. right? Like, it just they didn't have that many that I thought were good. I mean, if you want to sacrifice that and play those single player experiences with an inferior controller, then uh that's your prerogative. <laughs> look, are you going to want to give up the haptic, the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers, Micah? Uh look,
1: it depends, man. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I I have to see what they do in an actual not not that Astro's Playroom isn't an actual game. Mm. I want to I want to see what they do in something that's not a shooter. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like do. I, from from what I understand the Call of Duty on PlayStation feels incredible, mm-hmm. you know, with the with the the way the the guns and stuff work, but at the same time I, I I need something I I need something
0: more. I need I need a different type of game for that to work. From me. so as we were talking, I just realized that we missed last week uh, the game Awards nominees. We did not talk oh. about those we usually do. So I sent you the link for the Wikipedia page because the game Awards actual page is a mess because it has so much shit to load that it kept crashing Safari on me. Um, so we'll just do it from the Wikipedia page. So we'll go quickly through. Uh, not going to go through every single category because give who gives a fuck about esports team of the year and and whatnot. Uh, but let's go through quickly for each for the for the categories that matter. Who we think is going to win and who we want to win in each of, in each category. So, so game of the year. We'll, we'll go. We won't do every nominee in every category, but for the big ones, let's uh, let's talk about that. So, game of the year your nominees: Animal Crossing New Horizons, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and Last of Us Part Two. Who do you think will win? And who do you want to win?
1: Who I want to win mm-hmm. is um, it, it's a real toss up between Ghost of Tsushima and Hades. It's a like it's a. I mean, the one and one A or mm-hmm. the one and A because one A you know, denotes <laughs> that it's inferior to one, but they're one and A. And um you know, if if I get if gone to my head, mm-hmm. I would want Hades to win. Yeah. Um What do I think will win?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the Last of Us has a has a solid chance of winning just because people uh, the Naughty Dog has this has this power over people, right? Mm-hmm. Like they make okay games; they're not bad at all. But all the accoutrement, all the polish, all the acting, the 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 way the story is presented—not necessarily the actual story—like mm-hmm. people like all that shit. And people claim, like, oh, you know, I don't, graphics don't matter to me. Yeah, they do. That's why The Last of Us is as popular as it is. Like that game is a subpar. It's it's an it's an it's an adequate stealth game with an okay story, from what I know, presented in an incredible way. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to have an effect on people. So I I think The Last of Us Part Two might win. Mm-hmm. If Hades or Ghost of
0: Tsushima win, I I will be ecstatic. I I both think and want Hades to win. I I think Hades will win. I I I do. Uh, Best Game Direction, uh, all these games, not Animal Crossing, and Half-Life Alex is also on this list as well. Um, Also, Doom Eternal not on this list.
1: Um, I think they'll give
0: this to Ghost of Tsushima, honestly. I, yeah,
1: I I hope so. But when you talk about, no, you're right. This should be Ghost of Tsushima. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the, this is the award that they should get. Yes.
0: Uh, art direction. My, uh, art direction is tough, man. I'd probably lean, I'd probably lean to give that to Ghost of Tsushima. I think Hades might get it. Um, I think Ori has a shot at getting it. Ori's on that nominee list as well. But I would probably like to see Ghost of Tsushima because its style was such a selling point, such a feature of that game.
1: Uh, I agree, but I think Hades will win it. Just be, well, I don't know. The Supergiant's art direction kind of all looks the same, except mm. for maybe Pyre. So yeah, if Final Fantasy looks like Final Fantasy, it's just pretty. Um, yeah, it's either Ori or Ghost of Tsushima. And I want Ghost of Tsushima, but I would say that something else will win it.
0: Um, maybe Ori. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to jump you down to best performance because you are much more versed, like like literally your three favorite games this year. There's performance is nominated from each of them in this category. So I'm <laughs> curious to see of those three who you think should win and might stand the best chance of winning.
1: Um, Ashley Johnson is as Ellie. Uh, and the last of us, Laura Bailey as Abby. Uh, Daisuke Suju as Jin Sakai. Uh, Logan Cunningham as Hades and Najee Jeter as Miles Morales. Uh Oh, from the clips of last of us that I've seen last of us part two that mm-hmm. I've seen, they are it again, presentation mm-hmm. and nothing wrong with, with, with the acting in that game. They are acting their asses off. And I think, one, Laura Bailey is a is a superstar in terms of voice acting. So she's a strong front runner. Um, you know, I got a soft spot for Miles, but I don't think I, I, I can I can kick him out of the out mm-hmm. of the out of the running. Logan Cunningham as Hades, um, he does a very good job, but he is he is he is all voice. Mm-hmm and and not saying that his acting is bad but he has a commanding voice he he does a lot of voices in that game by the way
0: uh um, i i would i would personally give him for his performance as uh charon in, in hades <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think uh i think it'll go to laura bailey i, I think it'll go to laura
0: bailey Uh, Under best community support, so this is like ongoing games um, that are supported by developers long term, I really hope Fall Guys wins this. I think that of games that launched that were like a phenomenon, I don't recall ever seeing anyone roll with it and give their fans what they want and work harder and be more upfront um, with with their players than the Fall Guys developers were. I really do hope that they win this award. Um, Cause I don't think they should get best indie, Cause I think Hades is going to walk with that uh, <laughs> without, without any particular drama. Um, but I think it's best community support, like even over apex Fortnite, destiny, no man's sky and Valorant. Like, I think it should go to those guys.
1: I think it would go to those guys mm-hmm. for the simple fact that it's uh it's a, it's a cool story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like politics plays a lot into this, not politics in the traditional sense of like, politics but mm-hmm. uh politics plays a, a a bit into this and i think this would be like you're not gonna give it to fortnight come on man <laughs> uh, you know yeah i i think i think it'll go to the fall guys
0: mm-hmm. people um best action game doom eternal hades half-life alex neo 2 and streets of rage 4 um you know where my heart lies i'd be curious to know if you have any my uh, my that. my my
1: heart lies right there with you. Mm-hmm. Um, do people still like love Doom? They do. It ha- it, it definitely has a, a strong following. Do, right? Yeah. I because for some reason I'm thinking Doom would probably get best action game because it's very twitchy and very like Whoa, action. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't I don't think the other ones will will fit.
0: A, a Sophie's choice for you in action adventure because you have to choose between Ghost of Tsushima and Spider-Man Miles Morales for action adventure game.
1: Um, it, it, as much as I love uh, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. it is more the same, and it's a lot easier than than the previous Spider-Man, uh, whereas Ghost of Tsushima uh, has uh, more interesting mechanics. Mm hmm um it's it's borderline a souls game right Mm -hmm. like you have to you have to but it's an easier souls game like you have to there's there's a lot of of patience and and timing involved in ghost of tsushima's combat whereas spider-man you're you know you can mash through spider-man and and do very and get through it Mm -hmm. um so yeah ghost of tsushima is is it for me okay
0: I would pick Valhalla, but that's only because that's the only one I've played of this entire <laughs> list. Why? Well, that's not true. I played a little bit of Star Wars, which I didn't care for. Uh, RPG, you picking Final Fantasy VII or Yakuza, Michael. Uh, I'm picking. I'm picking Yakuza. Get yeah.
1: the fuck out of here, yo. Get the fuck outta <laughs>
0: outta Over here. Final Fantasy VII remake. Interesting.
1: Uh yes. I look. I, yeah. Well, it's it's all about it's all about uh, for me what you can. What you can do, what 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 it brings to the table, right? Mm-hmm. Like
0: Final Fantasy is a great game. It, you you it, are you are where Final Fantasy is going to win this category, right? Oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> just just making sure. Of course, uh, I don't want yeah, you to be why, disappointed.
1: <laughs> no, this is what I want to win. This is what I want to win. I want uh, either Yakuza or or well, maybe not Persona, because Yakuza, as much as I. I I think that it is greater than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. I think Final Fantasy will, you know, one, the nostalgia factor. Absolutely. And, and two, the nostalgia factor. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being a dick. Uh, Final Fantasy did take a, a system that is tried and true that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. And they redid it. And they redid it well. But as much as – so, you know, that's winning. But I, I just – Yakuza has a special place in my heart, man.
0: Uh, the list of fighting game nominees is <laughs> yeah. interesting, to say the <laughs> least. So, up, so, look, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition and Street Fighter V Champion Edition both got nominated. That's how you know how lean of a year it was for fighting games, that they had to, like, nominate the iterative versions. <laughs> Of these Shit. games, what I mean, World Combat essentially is just a Game of the Year version, right? Essentially, the <laughs> other new games on the list, and God, God help me, I hope one of them wins. Not, not Street Fighter, World Combat, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which probably has the inside that, track. That should win. Yeah, Undernight Inbirth is on there, and then One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows somehow made it to Fighting Game of the Year, despite not being an actual fighting game. Um, that's interesting. Uh, best Family Game, Animal Crossing, is winning that. Like don't even fight. Like you could have just nominated Animal Crossing and just had that be the only nominee because there's no question in my mind that that's going to fucking walk with that category. You could have um,
1: nominated Animal. You could have nominated Crossing. Yeah. You could have <laughs> nominated
0: New. You could have nominated Horizons, and then that would have been that would have been your
1: your lineup. Yeah, that's of
0: course that's winning. Best uh, Best multiplayer is interesting. It's a very diverse list of games this year because you got Animal Crossing, which I don't really think about it as a multiplayer game. I understand it has multiplayer in it. Um but Among Us is on there, Call of Duty Warzone is on there, Fall Guys is on there, and Valorant is on there. Um Among Us might just fucking win this award, man. Yep, it might it. just fucking that's, win this that's, award. That's what
1: I was thinking. Um because it kinda it came back from the dead, essentially. Mm-hmm. And and you know, it, it, it has Congress people playing it. like like that game that you know like it's like one of the questions that we have in the post office is about us playing among us right you know like he didn't he didn't ask when are we when are we all gonna play (laughs) (laughs) Valorant?
0: and then and then we'll end with uh with our our favorite award every year that we always have to talk about how amazing this award is (laughs) (laughs) Most anticipated game (laughs) that they always had to do. The Get Hype Award for 2020. Uh, Elden Ring, God of War sequel, Halo Infinite, Horizon Forbidden West, Resident Evil Village, and Breath of the Wild sequel. Micah, what is going to win most anticipated game? Uh,
1: The winner of the uh, subjective award (laughs) goes
0: to... (laughs) Goes to who cares? They don't even have a name for God of War, yo. They don't even have a name for it. Or or Breath of the Wild sequel. I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure that's gonna be its official title, just Breath of the Wild sequel. What a stupid award. I can't believe they still give this fucking thing out every year. Good lord. Good lord. Oh man. Insane. Yeah. I I I don't care. I don't care. I I, I didn't I didn't even need to know. I just, I was just sh- curious. show me footage
1: of uh of all of these.
0: So uh, this uh unwise the, the Game Awards unwisely streaming on December 10th. Who the fuck is gonna be watching this one? Cyberpunk really? is available. Of- <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Uh but we'll 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 hit you back with a recap on that uh after after that happens. <laughs> Really I mean not not Jeff Keeley's fault he had that date way before they moved it back but yeah. he, he you, you know he had to be a little upset shit I you know Jeff Keeley's gonna be there he's gonna he's got <laughs> cyberpunk to play <laughs> Jeff Keeley's like I can't host be- the show this year I'm playing cyberpunk right now so. he,
1: he might just tape the whole damn thing and uh and and just and just play it uh in the background while he's playing cyberpunk. Oh
0: man, that is amusing. (laughs) Uh, we go to the post office. Only a couple questions this week. Uh, Trey says if Rockstar, as a flex, decided to pull with Sega and give GTA 6 an RPG battle system, would fans go for it? No, 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 (laughs) not, not the uh,
1: not the people that play that game, not the uh, not the people who uh, who facebook keeps telling me that i want to see them play video games they uh they're not going to not the it's always a bunch of people who sound like they should be in assassin's creed valhalla you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it's like a bunch of york Yorks and vorgensons and just a just a bunch of people from over there who
0: love playing that game no, yeah they wouldn't go for it nor, nor would rockstar ever no, do, man, do I've any any such Google thing. Get out of it. <laughs> uh, Johnny does not have a question. He says, "Shout out to Max Dude uh, for hosting an official Twitch Rivals tournament. Almost fifty thousand people watch Marvel Three. Hopefully, Twitch hosts more FGC events. Considering all offline locals are closed indefinitely, it's going to be up to the community, though, man. Like I said, I don't. I wouldn't rely on the. Uh, I wouldn't rely on the on the publishers to organize that stuff. I mean, they'll do their <clears> own <throat> events, but as far as smaller events and stuff like that, it's going to be up to people to kind of do it themselves."
1: I caught. Uh, I caught. He he put out a a video uh, that was a bunch of highlights of that tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, it looked like a good time, man. It looked like a good time. He uh, he had um, uh, yipes, and it was Tasty Steve there. I can't remember, but um, they were doing the commentating, and um, he brought back all his all his characters uh, from his Assist Me days. Uh, you know, Assist Me is when I kind of I kind of. Uh, jumped onto him mm-hmm. uh Maximilian, and um that guy's a big dork man but he's a good dude uh and um th- it was very cool that that uh that he that he was able to do this was able to put this together uh yeah maybe more people maybe more people will do it i know people don't like that guy for some reason he seems really? like the nicest he, person
0: he he seems very inoffensive yeah, compared to a lot of they, other creators so Right. Like what the fuck like I I don't know, man. I don't know people, man. So as as you alluded to Mike, Anthony says what do we need to get the TNP host playing among us? Uh for me, uh a PC. Cuz I don't own a PC. I own a Mac and it's not available on Mac. Apparently you can play it on mobile. I don't think that would make for good streaming though. No. I, I guess don't think that's could. a good idea. Yeah. Uh I
1: would love to do that. I would love to play that game uh with you guys with you all um because i'm trying to figure out who would be good at it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like and like i can't see i can't see jay being good at it because Mm -hmm. i know jay too well Mm -hmm. to determine whether or not he's you know he would get he would get like he would be like like jay like he normally is right Mm -hmm. But then he would be like, "Okay, guys." Um, he would get super serious. He would get hyper serious, and and
0: it, you'd be like, "Nah, yo, something's wrong." Something's so wrong. this might this might surprise you. Um, I am not the best at social deduction games because I, in these games, for whatever reason, I have a very aggressive sales pitch. Mm-hmm. So, because I I, I I want you to know that it's not me, but that <laughs> that that, that it's not me who's the traitor. But that automatically makes people suspicious generally that you are the traitor because you're coming at them super hard. I can't tell you how many games of like Resistance, for example, or or things of that sort uh, that we have lost uh, because I've been – I was unsuccessfully able to convince people uh, <laughs> that I was on their side. <laughs> automatically distrustful of me. Uh Yes, it would be cool if we could do that. I would love to see what we could do to make that work. Um, I'm probably the biggest problem as far as that goes just because of, <laughs> like I said, of my computer situation. Uh, really, it's Steam's fault for not making more things Mac compatible. There you go. But, Steam. Uh, get out of here. It is what it is. Uh, when it comes to console, though, if that ever happens, we'll be right there.
1: Oh, yeah. I will, Look, Look, I will fire up the Twitch account
0: and- and
1: uh, let's get it going.
0: Yeah. Uh, finally, Rashawn asks, Michael, will you install an emulator on your Series X so that you can play PS2 games like some people are, apparently? No. I, I don't need to play a
1: PlayStation 2 game.
0: I can also um, tell you the last thing that I'm doing with my brand-new $500 machine is jailbreaking it to yeah, run an emulator. Yeah. Why, don't,
1: why don't I just blow smoke in it? <laughs> no i would blow smoke in it before i did that so no i i don't uh i don't you know and i see i see people uh, throwing up this headline and and you know xbox fanboys like like the aggressive fanboys right like i i don't i i, I most people i know don't really care like they have a system that they prefer but they mm-hmm. don't shit on the other system because just because they don't have it um, but the aggressive fanboys, you know, the ones who say like, well, Xbox is better because the online is better. What the fuck? Are they going to different internets? <laughs> what do you mean the online is better? <laughs> All right, whatever. They they post stuff like that and be like, whoa, what? Did, you telling me that the PlayStation can't even play? The, the PlayStation 2 can justify this. Like, nah, nah, yo. Nah, calm down. If you have PS2 games... Well, if you want to play a PS2 game, you have a PS2, and you have said game. So, I, Plus, I just,
0: any PS2 games that I want to play probably have been remade for PlayStation at some point, and I can get those versions, which look better. Any PS2
1: game that I want to play, I could probably play on my fucking phone. So <laughs> I don't... I, no, I'm not doing that. No, I would much rather blow smoke up my Xbox Series X's ass before I play a
0: PlayStation 2 game. So that is it for the post office. Thank you guys very much for submitting your questions. And that means that's it for the show this week as well. Don't forget to join our fan group, densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, you YouTube can submit questions to us that we will answer every single week in the Dense Pixels Post Office. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash densepixels. Ring the bell icon to really be notified whenever we post a new episode if you prefer to see our pretty faces and digest the show that way. And follow us all on Twitch, except for Micah, he's lame. Uh, I am DenseFix's Brad, Terrence is Aberration410, and Carrie is sup—it's Carrie. Uh, Elgato provided me with a possible solution to my streaming woes on PS5, so I might be finally able to do that, because I really don't want to stream through the PlayStation, because I don't want to have to go buy the PlayStation camera to do it, which sucks, and you can't use a webcam on PS5. Which I think is also stupid. I don't know why they haven't been able to open up that limit, that limitation on the console. Because consoles. you gotta buy the webcam. I know. I'm not spending sixty dollars <laughs> on that. I don't care if it's 1080p. Finally, this time, <laughs> I shouldn't have to spend the money. That's it for us this week. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll see you next time. See you. Mm. Oh,
1: these cookies!
0: I gotta get the recipe from left cook it down now. Howard, is there something bothering you? Because this time of year, there's a very high incidence of
1: stress-related breakdown Whoop that, put that, cook it. Whoop that, put that, cook it. Whoop that, put that, cook it. Whoop that, whoop that, whoop that, whoop that, put that, whoop that, cook it. Whoop that, put that, cook it. Whoop that, put that, cook it. Whoop that, whoop that, whoop that, cook it down, down, down. Cook it down, down. Cook it down.